Hey, I'm so excited that you joined me today. I'm excited to be here to teach you from the Word of God what Jesus wants you to know. How we can prepare to be ready for Him that day is the most important thing. To know Him is the most important thing so that we know who we're moving in with, so that He knows us, we know Him. So let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. We thank You and praise You. You're so good to us. Thank you that you want us to be ready for your return. We thank you that you're waiting because it isn't your will that one should perish. And so we just ask you to speak to us, help us to understand the truth that we need to know, and that you don't want to be a mystery. Help us to get that. We love you, praise you, give you all the glory. Jesus, you're so amazing. He's so amazing. And, you know, yesterday we talked about how all all the things that the enemy does to suffocate the word so we don't receive from God. And it's really important that we receive from him. It's really important that we're in agreement with him because if we're not, when a crisis comes, he can't do anything. He said that to me once. Um, It was when actually my son was born with a birth defect. He loved me so much. He cared so much. I didn't even call out to him yet. And he said there was nothing he could do. And it's because I was separated from him. I separated myself from him with disobedience. And today he wants to talk like uh, talk about the most important thing. The most important command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your, mi- your, your mind. And the second is like it. Jesus said that. So to love Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is to care about what he cares about. And he cares about your neighbor. He cares about that person so much that his command is to love. In fact, he said, if you don't love, you're just a sounding gong. That means he doesn't even hear you. He doesn't even listen to you. He can't because his kingdom is love. In the kingdom of heaven, it's love. It's about love. God is about love. And so if you don't love, he can't protect you. He can't take care of you. You're not in agreement with him. And so many people don't realize that. And I just want to read this before I go on. In Mark 4, 17, we we read about as soon as you hear the word, Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you don't understand anything. You won't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And so we have an enemy and he is out to get you. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy, Jesus said, John 10, 10. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, and the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus is showing us how he does that. In Corinthians, it says to take captive every thought because it comes into your thinking. That's how he tries to control you. That's how he tries to steal Jesus from you, the word from you, your protection from him, from you, by coming into your thought life and lying to you. And he, he has a plan. He has a plot. So he, he is. He's out to get you. But Jesus equipped you to win. And the revelation knowledge that he's giving us is what equips us to win. Along with him living on the inside of us, his power on the inside of us to overcome. We draw our strength from him. So this group of people in verse 17 
They have no real root in themselves, and so they endure for a little while. And then when trouble or persecution comes, arises on the count of the word, because on purpose, because of the word, trouble and persecution comes, and then they immediately are offended. They become displeased and indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. And so that is what Jesus wants us to talk about today, because that is Satan's most favorite button. It it works so well, because we're always protecting ourselves against other people, because our, our security, our confidence has to grow in Jesus, and we're not there yet, we're easily offended. But when our confidence is, when you sit with Jesus every morning and your confidence is in him, that he approves you, then you're not going to be so easily offended by others. But because we don't do that, Satan can easily pull the rug out from under us. It's an easy trick. And he's going to send people. It's not going to just be a Uh, an uncommon thing, but it's going to be very common. He's going to send people to offend you, to hurt you, to anger you. And what he's doing is he's taking God away from you when he does that. So we have to grow to the place where we don't let him, where we're aware of his tactics. We know that he's going to come and he's going to try to offend us. Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. And as soon as you start walking towards God, as soon as you start getting under that umbrella of protection, Satan's going to come and try to trip you up because he doesn't want you to have Jesus. He doesn't want you to have God in your life. He doesn't want you to have good. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's going to do that. He's going to do that with trouble. He's going to bring trouble. So the trouble is coming because of the word. And so when you start believing God, get your armor on because trouble is going to come. But Jesus is always there. He's faithful and he's going to help you. And so if you've never asked Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20 says that he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And when you invite him in, if you're willing to heed his voice, he's going to live there. A lot of um, people think Jesus is living on the inside of them, but they don't heed his voice for the very reason we just talked about. They think it's okay to be offended. They think sometimes even they have forgiven, but their heart rate goes up when that person comes in the room or they say, I forgive, but I'm never going to forget. I'm never going to trust them again. That's not the kind of love. God is talking about. And so it's really important that you know the word so that you can heed his voice. So you can be in agreement with him. So that when that crisis comes, he doesn't say to you, or he doesn't have to say to you, there was nothing I could do. So I said all that to say that it's not just a prayer that you pray, but it's a commitment that you're going to heed his voice so that he can give you the best life ever. And so then you are preparing as well to live in his kingdom. We can't live in his kingdom in unforgiveness. 
we can't live in his kingdom when we're angry at others. It's not there. That's not what his kingdom is about. So we got to get it together here and now. And so God wants you to know that you have to practice being unoffended. And he will help you with that. When things make you angry, as I said, it's because you hadn't sat with Jesus long enough to find out what he thinks of you and care more about what he thinks about you than that person. And when he loves you, it's so much easier to forgive and love others. You know, Jesus said that when you stand praying, forgive so your father can forgive you of your shortcomings. So we need to be forgiven as well. And so then when we understand that, we can easily forgive. So Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. So let's allow him to do that. He's just so anxious to live on the inside of you. Pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you would come and that you would live on the inside of us. We commit to heed your voice. Help us. Teach us. We submit to you. We love you and praise you. We thank you that you are now living on the inside of us. And we're wanting you to correct us and teach us your way. Help us to be like you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He is so good. He is so in love with you. And I'm so excited if you said that prayer. And so much so that I would love it if you would let me know. And now heed his voice because then he can do in your life. Then those promises can come to pass. Then you're going to see the 30, 60, and 100 fold we talked about yesterday. Continue to study Mark 4 and get yourself through to the end where you, with Jesus' help, of course, where you receive 30, 60, and 100 fold. Thank you so much for listening today and God bless you.